We are recording our 100th episode. Jim, can you believe it's happening? Can you believe that we are not prepared? Yes. Everyone in this room can believe that we're not prepared. But you know who we are. We are on brand, as they say. We are. We are. Really on brand. Brinley's, welcome to our first live episode. Welcome to Are you going closed? Are you going open? What's the move here at this table with our I lovely audience in front of us? I think we should have brought tablecloth. That's going to be nice. a, uh, the future move. I think yeah, so. It's hard to, uh, 200? you know, we're used to standing. We are. Not when we do the podcast. Yeah, we always stand up. But when we were on this stage, used to standing. So I feel like uh, I want to reference Cosby in the 100th episode. So <laughs> let's get it out of the way now. Yeah, it's all right. We're sitting. We're chill. Got my hoodie on. You ever feel like... Uh, you were one of these? I'm a big hoodie fan. Are you? I am. Yeah, I could, because you, you called it, by the way. You claimed it. You called me out of the episode, and you're like, everything I talked about, you didn't give a shit. You didn't care about it. And then at the end, you're like, oh, by the way, I'm wearing a hoodie, just so you know. I'm wearing a hoodie. It's like, you claimed it, so I couldn't wear it, I felt like. Is that the move? Sometimes I think that, like, I'm 45 years old. Like, should I not? Like, should we be dressing more appropriately? Adults? Adults? I have zippers right? on my jacket. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm wearing a motorcycle jacket, and I think we, with my favorite bicycling jeans, and I think that... I wanted to introduce you, and you would come out on a bike, in jeans, and ride it to the stage, but we couldn't get the permit for that. We could not get the city without play ball. Also, let's be very honest, what are the chances of me making it to the stage without crushing into something? <laughs> or getting a hit. Thank you very much. You know, only the highlight of the year when Jim got ran over, because... <laughs> If this was a game I wanted to play with you, this we I was reviewing the year and like the, I don't know it was the pandemic, but I think you had this theme running through your life. Like you love to pick up this random stuff that you'll do for a little bit, like just a random activity. You yeah, had the uh, the bike riding, uh, right? Bike and we could even play a game with this: the bike riding, you had the hunting, or not the hunting, the hiking. 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 I got lost. You did archery. I did. Follow the kayak. Thank you. Follow the kayak. Yeah, that was fun. Um, like Thank you. Man, you were really happy to bring that one up, weren't you, sir? Baseball cards, right? You guys remember collecting baseball cards, right? When you were 11? Anyone else? Collecting cards. I, oh, I just I have jars. Thank you very much for it. Yeah, I keep my coins in jars. Pat's mentioned that a few times. But then if you think about the result of each activity, you went kayaking and you fell out of the kayak Correct. and got sunburned. Correct. You uh, took up bike riding and you got hit by a car. I did. That one wouldn't really blame me for it, but they seem to love it. There's a, there's a weird amount of murmured laughter right now. People just like this. <laughs> you went hiking and you got lost. I did. I did. Hours in the woods. Thought I was done for. You remodeled your bathroom and you flooded your condo. I didn't flood it. The remodelers flooded the condo, but yes, it's got without water for a week. It's like I was living in the woods all over again. Is correct? I have bees. Thank you very much for remembering that. Yeah, what else did Jim suck at? Jesus. Let's yell it up. What else? Uh, that's a good one. That's a real good one. My Chipotle app got hacked. Yeah, that is. got hacked. That is embarrassing still. What happened this week? Nothing. Really. I went to the Dells. I did a show in the Dells on uh, Friday night, and uh, someone yelled to get COVID. What a weird... We had COVID! Thank you, man. I did get COVID. Thank oh, you. That's what I wanted to bring up. That's good. I had a show in the Dells. Someone brought your medical file. <laughs> <laughs> I 
everyone's problem. Yeah, yeah, so think about that. It's not one person who has the chip playing in discography, but the whole. You guys know my IMDb well. Who are you, bud? Baltimore's High School. Baltimore's High School, okay. That doesn't. I graduated 400 people. Every year that happens there. Thanks for narrowing it down. This guy from Maris says your health history. How did you know that? He got COVID. Did we talk about that? Yeah. Oh, we did. Oh, I thought we kept it under wraps for a while. We did for a while, right? Because that was back when it wasn't cool to talk about it. This is that moment. Because you brought it into my house, too. I know, it's a scary part. That's who we were about. We didn't know. I didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't, it wasn't like in a jar next to my coins. It was like, I just went in not realizing. I found out the next day that I had it, and I had to call you and be like, remember how we stayed six feet apart that whole time? And you were like, yeah, and I was like, you're welcome. What a year, dude. It's been pretty great. It's year, been pretty great. Year and change. Here's what I learned today. Uh, one of the things we did is uh, uh, talk to some Brimleys before the show, and uh, when people were asked their favorite thing about the episodes, the one thing that constantly came up was that I would do something stupid and you would make fun of it. That is. And the audience is proving that with their recounting of my illness. But I think it comes in a lovable way. Like, they they really... I'd like to hope so. Respond yeah, I really to it. I'd have to think that's the that's the way to go about it. So what was going on in the Dells? I did a show up there. But have you ever been to, like, one of these resorts towns during the off-season? It's just like they oh, handed the keys yeah. of the carnival to the employees for a day. You know what I mean? <laughs> the whole town is just like no, no, just like people with name badges going down water slides. It's just incredible. <laughs> they don't. It's literally like you go to a carnival and like they're like, before we open though, you guys get the run of the joint. You know? It's There's like no people... one, no one manning the toffee shop or the the apple taffy, <laughs> any of the fudge shops. All the fudge All shops was closed. Abandoned. The ducks were just sitting there. The the aquatic vehicles were just sitting there unmanned. I don't know what it's it is. Like Normandy. But I've never really spent significant time at the Dells. I think I did it one gig up there, and it's a uh, it's kind of a. We're super commercial, right? It's very commercialized. Yeah, I don't want to be too mean to it, because apparently I was pretty mean to Hannibal Missouri last week. And, uh, I don't want the people of the good parts of the, the center of America to think that I hate on all of them, but uh, the Dell sucks. <laughs> so I could just be so bold. It's a great place to visit, you know? Was the show good? The show was awesome. It was at the, uh, the Palace Theater. Uh, with Bob Zaney, who is not the proprietor of this establishment, no matter how much I thought so until that moment. <laughs> but a comic, a stand-up comic, Fantastic Bob Zaney, very funny dude. Yeah, and we had a good time. I, uh, I stayed at La Quinta there. La Quinta? Oh, nice. Let's see. You want to translate it? Oh, it's only, uh, La Quinta. That's what that means. Say that again? I said I translated La Quinta for the audience. So what was going on at the, at the hotel? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely. It was pretty low-key. Let's go. What was your weekend? What'd you do? I was, uh, I just got back in today. I was in Connecticut with Sebastian. We were, it was like the couple shows we did. We're on a break right now. Sebastian's filming a movie in Alabama. And uh, we had a little bit of a break. We did two shows. Just a break in the tour. You guys are still close. Break in the okay, tour. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> we're, still... we're at a little bit of a break right now. We're not going to talk till Friday. We're going to see where things go between us. Still on the, uh, it's going to pick up again in November. Um, but actually, before I went to Connecticut, I went and met him down in Alabama. He gave me like a little cameo in the movie. And we shot it uh, last week. We shot it on Thursday in Alabama, in Mobile. 
acting as Arlington Heights, <laughs> Illinois. Sure. <laughs> Arlington Heights, by the way, is in the news everywhere lately. Yeah. With, uh, with the Mobile of Illinois. That's what I call it. That is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to thank the audience for not laughing at all, so totally interrupt our flow. So thank you guys. The experience was cool. I was, you know, it's it's so much slower than, and, and this is coming from him too. I was talking to him on the way to Connecticut. We were traveling together, and he's just like, this is just different pace of life. Totally different. Because I mean, yeah. he's a principal. He's a star. The key star of the movie. Sure it's about him, and it's uh, Robert De Niro who plays his dad. Wando. Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall? Kim Cattrall? I think so. Sex in the City? Yeah. Sex in the City? Yeah. Mannequin? Was she a mannequin? Not sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know it was a mannequin. You remember Hollywood? Was the guy that uh, hung out with her? You remember this movie? Yeah. Huh? Andrew McCarthy? Mannequin and uh, Police Academy, I believe she yes. was in. Forkies. So, Forkies, says the pervert in the match. <laughs> Movies and I have no clue. Now they can yell at me directly versus just in other radios. Like, yes, she was I, in that. Joan of Arc. I screw up Porky's and like meatballs, like those movies that I remember when they were like out when I was a kid, seven, eight, nine years old, and it was like no way. It was all you know. Was there a difference? Or did he, was there a difference? Uh, him. Was there? Have you seen Porky's and meatballs, sir? <laughs> you have. Were they pretty similar? Meatballs, Bill Murray. Meatballs, Bill Murray. Porky's, uh, Kim Cattrall. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to the judges. Meatballs is Bill Murray, Porky's Kim Cattrall. <laughs> so we went, we, I was down there, and um, it, was, it was a long day, I'll say. Yeah. Right? Like, just because you're sitting around, you're waiting to get called to the set, and the, then you finally go to the set, and then you're over. It's like, hurry up and wait, is like the, uh, the phrase, right? So I, my scene is with a young Sebastian. It's like a flashback scene. So I'm with the, the young actor. Sure. Right? And I'm trying to bond with the kid. Now, this is the funny thing about a, this experience is I'm sitting in a trailer next to this kid uh -huh. for six hours. Right? All day. We never talked. At all. Saw him. I'm like, that's got to be young Sebastian. That's him. Yeah. Right? <laughs> never talked. All day. Six, and then we get to the set. And then you guys want to rehearse it? We could have been running the set all day. <laughs> and then you get on there, like, we got time. We're, we're, you know, sun's going down. It's an outdoor scene. Yeah. It's supposed to be the morning. It's a, uh, like, exchange. He's on his paper route. I don't know if I'm giving away spoilers. Probably have to cut all this out of the final episode. <laughs> like, so anyway, paper route. I was trying to bond with the kid. I was trying to bond with the kid about, like, other stuff he's been in, uh -huh. you know? Like, uh, I was asking him, like, you know, what have you done? Sure. And he's been, he's like, well, you know, I kind of took a break. <laughs> he's like, he's like 10. So I, like, I was doing it for a while, yeah. and I took a break. Yeah. Like June? What are you talking so about? I started like when he was born. Oh. He was doing commercials and then some stuff. Is it nerve-wracking to be on set with such a fantastic actor, such as this 10-year-old? <laughs> and or Robert De Niro? <laughs> Who was more intimidating? I never saw... Like he, he goes by Bob. Everyone okay. on the set was like, uh, they're shooting a scene right now, Bob's in it, and then you're going to go to the set afterwards. They offered to bring me up there at, at, at a certain time, but 
It's very, these sets are like tense. Sure, I know. Super quiet, super. <laughs> Sharing experience. I know. I was a podcast. I don't know what they're laughing at. <laughs> anyway, we get to the set. This I found very uh, fascinating. There's a director. There's there's so many people. It's like you don't know what anyone's doing. Sure. This guy introduced himself. He's like, I'm the assistant director. He was in charge of the scene. His name was Frank Capra the Third. Oh. Frank Capra the Third. Wow. Guys, we all it's know his grandfather. Life. His yes. grandfather directed It's a Wonderful Life. Yep. His family's been in the movie business this entire time. Further corn? Frank Capra uh, in The Last Crusade. Frank, oh, yeah. Frank Capra of the Jedi. Yeah. It's a trilogy of the Capra Franks. <laughs> and it was uh, really cool to meet him. And it was like, dude, are you kidding me? Your grandpa was like the e guy, the director? Yeah. Like one of the top... So is he also 10 years old, Frank Capra III, like your co-star? No, he's uh, around maybe a little bit older than me. Okay. But the 11-year-old, the I was like, have you, you know, I wanted to hear, like, Sam and Cat or Bunked, so I could, like, tell my kids, like, dude, I was, you know, I was with this kid that you've probably seen in, you know, one of your, one of your movies. But sure. I didn't recognize any. But I thought it was funny that I was kind of nerded out about Frank Capra III, and this kid, young Sebastian, his mom was there, and she's like, I never liked that movie. Oh. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Oh my God. I, mean, I get it. Like when I hear people don't like that movie, though, it's like kind of like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, you just, it's kind of like a happy movie. You know, like, say it in front of his grandkids, right? <laughs> and then she goes, "But I'm weird. My favorite movie is Terminator 2." Ah, yes. And that's a true story. Like, I was like, "What are we dealing with here?" <laughs> Not even the first Terminator. No. It's classic cinema, Judgment Day. So that was my uh, that was my story that I brought to the hundredth episode. Okay, great. That was pretty solid. Thank you very much. All right, listen, we're going to do some things a little bit differently today because we do uh, we do have a couple of guests who are going to be here. But before that, I'm going to do something we always do. What do you say we can do a couple of reviews? Yes, yeah, let's get a review. A couple of new reviews from the Brims. We love the reviews. Industry. I love this. We got two new ones. And the first one, I cut off, but I think it says I could never write a title as good as yours, which I agree with. All right. <laughs> this is from Hannah BK86. Recently started at the beginning and had to binge hardcore to catch up to 91. Sensible and logical humans. Aww. Oh, 
right, we're back for the show started. Hannah, we're going to play a game a little later, and we need a contestant for a little game called uh, Sarah Versus that we're going to play a little later. Would you like to be our contestant? And since you just recently binged the episodes, yes. Hannah, would you be a contestant? Okay. Yes. All right. We've got a contestant for Sarah Versus. Porky's was really excited about her doing it. He was like, yes, pick her. She knows the stuff. Do you still ride a motorcycle? Yes. Do you, do you, do you ride a horse's jacket? <laughs> I have a vest. You have a vest that works. Yeah. What kind of bike do you have? Uh, Kawasaki 900. Oh, yeah? Jim, you have a motorcycle history, I, right? Well, I do. I do. I went and took a class one time. Uh, <laughs> this guy does everything once. That's it. <laughs> but, like, by the end of the first time, it's like, oh, I shouldn't do that anymore. That's what I thought. You were trying to figure out what I should do. Yeah? Uh, no, I took it. It was great. It was fun. And then uh, uh, they were like, we're, we're not doing the tests. They normally do the tests at the end of the class to get your license. And they're like, yeah, we're going to need you to come back and take another test. To get your <laughs> and I was like, you know, I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> and then I was like, great idea. <laughs> and we agreed to go our separate ways. <laughs> Me and the host, they're like, just take this jacket. You know, it's your, it's your prize for being here this weekend. And uh, never sure you're going to a gig, like, out of state. And just on the hog with like your feature act in the sidecar. And just like, yeah, we're. <laughs> this gig sucks better before, but it's the Dells. <laughs> we're gonna party. A motorcycle would have fit right Thank in. You, Hannah. So Thank Hannah, you, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got one more review we're gonna read real quick. Uh, more Wind, M A U R. I believe her name is Maureen. Is Maureen here with us today? Let's talk about her. All right. Go on, yeah. I love how someone's like, nah. Do you know Maureen? I was trying to look at her. She's not here. You know Maureen. What's up? I do know her. Oh, you do know Maureen? And she's not here. Thank you very much. Search the whole room ahead of time to see if you can go. Okay, all right. Our Ridley is really tight with each other. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. They like each other more than us. That's what I'm talking about. Where is she? Is it a. We have a missing white girl? Shut down the city! Uh, you guys are so great. A highlight of my week. I've been meaning to write a review, and the mention of late birthdays in today's episode inspired me. My kids had classmates who were way more than a year older than them because parents routinely held their kids back, sending them to kindergarten as six-year-olds so they'd be more competitive and bigger in sports later on. Yeah, but like, they'd be really shitty at their part-time jobs in sixth grade, aren't they? <laughs> Like 17, and you're like, what year are you? You junior mom in seventh grade. But uh, but I'm but I'm winning at basketball. I'm really good at intramurals. That's exactly what they do, dude. Unbelievable. They hold them back and then they put them in the, you know, they sign off for the league. It happens all the time. Unbelievable. And then oh he is a late birthday. He's he just missed the deadline. <laughs> He's throwing 90 from 40 feet away. This isn't safe. His kid is also on the team. The helmet doesn't fit him. Sometimes you see the kid, the helmet's like up here. He's standing on first base. Yeah, it's, it's uh, the kid with the half shirt just doesn't fit down all the way. 
Because they're all in like an upper order by height normally, aren't they? It's like number one's the smallest, and then it goes to like number 12, and there's like number 46 out of nowhere, and there's just nothing in the middle. There were those kids like they would have like uh, in high school, they had like the, the new uniform tops, but then they'd have to wear the shorts from like 10 years ago. Those are not the sizes anymore. I remember one of my niece's uh, baseball game, and they had a kid on the team, and uh, my sister was calling him Drago. Cause he was like, he was Eastern European or something. He was like eight feet tall. He was about six and he was eight feet tall and was just hitting bombs. It's like, there's no fucking way this kid is supposed to be in this league. What happens every game you go to, right? And it's the- I don't go to many. Sometimes I think you don't know anything about me. Some of the questions you asked. I've invited you. Have you? No, this is the first time you've invited me to a children's baseball game. And this is the first time that I'm going to say no thanks. I'm busy that day. Did you read the whole video? Because you know they're all going to make their living as professional athletes. That's the end of that review. That makes no sense now. All right, Maureen, thank you for leaving the review and standing up your friends here today. I, uh, they're all very sad about you not attending, but we appreciate the review as always. We say we get into our guests. Yeah, the reviews are, uh, are phenomenal. Yes, we do have a guest, and uh, being a live show, we thought that this would be a great guest, right? Yeah. We, we, this is the only guest that we thought about, the only person that we reached out to, and we were lucky enough to book him. Give you a little background on our guest. We worked together um, a couple of years ago on a project we did for WCIU. We had a New Year's Eve show. Um, Real quick, what? did anyone see that New Year's Eve show? <laughs> All seven people are here. Who was Our entire rating is here. Your kid was on it? Oh, yeah, right. At St. Cajun's, right? I, I went to St. Cajun's, remember when we did like. Yeah. Who was in it? Nora was in it? And what were we talking about? Asking questions about like the parents drinking on New Year's or something. Anyway. Yeah, right? So we did this show. No one really watched it. So we only did it once. Correct. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness though, I love the network and the people there, but I mean we're on between like Judge Judy and more Judge Judy. You know what I mean? Like uh, yeah, it, was, it might not have been our target demo of just like doing sketches and they're like, this isn't a judge. That's all they want. All they show was like reruns of two broke girls, and then it was us. <laughs> and they were like, anyway, wasn't even on at midnight. It was pre-taped. The whole thing was a bad idea. Did they pay us? Your kid did great. Your kid did great. <laughs> Nora was awesome. Yeah. No, I get think about really the, the star of the show. But our guest today was the uh, band leader of the New Year's Eve special, yeah. and we—that's uh, where we met. And uh, we stayed in touch. We actually did a project uh, over the pandemic that um, was great to collaborate on as well. And like I said, we stayed in touch. We invited him here. He's going to uh, play some music in a little bit. He'll play a song for us, an original song. But first, we're going to talk to him, introduce him to you guys. Want to give him a big, brilliant welcome. Let's give it up for Taranzo Cannon. Time for Taranzo Cannon. Hello, Taranzo. 
Thank you very much for taking the time to join us today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think one of the things we love about Toronto is you got just such a Chicago story, just such a piece of Chicago history, such a such a Chicago, and that's a connection that we feel pretty strongly about. Uh, first of all, the blues. How did you get? How, how, you're you're a blues singer, uh, award-winning, traveled the world. I mean, how did you get into blues in the first place? Um, my grandparents raised me, and I was just that's what I heard in the house. You know, and it was just like. I didn't know it was a genre. I just hear Muddy Waters and all the blues guys. And when I got older, I'm like, oh, okay, that's what they was listening to, you know, as they were dancing in the middle of the floor. And how old were you when you started playing? <laughs> oh, I was late. I, man, I was like 22, 23. You were late birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Red shirt bass player? <laughs> Where did you grow up in Chicago? Southside, 49th and Michigan. 49th and Michigan. Yeah. And where did you go to high school? I love how Southsiders got quiet when you said 49th in Michigan. Well, I'm kind of from the South Side too, by the way. A little further out. South out South was South. Us too. They got really loud about it until right now, though. Yeah, I went to Dunbar Vocational. But yeah, Jim's from Naperville. Naperville. just to yourself, your personality, but you know, you had a great Chicago gig that you just retired from last year. Toronto uh, was a CTA bus driver for 27 years. 27 years. Well, I don't want to embarrass anyone, but one of us still has a day job also. And, uh... <laughs> so, man, how, uh... You retired a year ago. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. But how was it, like, navigating two fields? I mean, you're literally traveling the world doing blues and then, like, also driving a bus here. Um, it was a thing for me. I had to do what I had to do to do what I want to do. Mm. And sitting on the bus was just kind of like, you know, I was one of those bus drivers. I didn't give a shit if you had the money or not. You know? <laughs> my time was on a gig. I'm not going to get my ass whooped or whoop ass for $2. <laughs> stories just from driving the bus. Yeah, I've seen a lot. Do you ever run over Jim? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know I'm gonna look back, Kim. I'm looking forward. I have nothing to do. I've been back there before. Outlook on life. And a weird thing to put in the official statement. How does a bus driver get to work? No, truly though, like I'm fascinated by like. Do you have one route for, for that long? Do you change routes? How does it, no, how does every, that work? Every three months, like it goes by seniority, every three months you can pick your different routes. And if there's one guy that was hired 26 years, you know, like you guys were hired the same day, and he's one person over you, he can pick the streets that you want. So everything goes by seniority. Oh, wow. Do you ever just like, did you ever just pick people's favorite routes just to mess with them? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I like to do the four 10-hour days so I can have Friday, Saturday, Sundays off so I can go play the music. Sure. Do you ever make your own routes? Like, I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> Before the GPS, they had Lusters. the routes. Yeah. Lusters. 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 Chicago Way, which is the name of his band. I mean, does it get more Chicago than that? The name of your band is the Chicago Way. Yeah. And you travel, <laughs> literally travel the world. Tell uh, tell us some of the places where you played. Um, I was in Japan right before the pandemic. I was South Africa, uh, Armenia four times, Latvia. Of course, the Frances and the Germanies and stuff like that. How many Frances are there? No, but I mean, I've been all in Europe and stuff, but the... Who's had a show in Latvia? Latvia, it was a bunch of cats there. I mean, you walk in a place, it was like a Southside club. Really? Yeah, and you had to be a translator to translate, you know, who I was, and he's from Chicago, blah, 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 blah. I just sing my songs, you know. Would they translate the songs or just the words that had well, well, No, just the introduction. He said he's got the blues. Sam <laughs> no. right, he's got the blues. No, um, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, like, well, I, I got the bright idea in Japan to translate one of my songs with the guitar player. And every lyric I would say, he would say it to the audience. And some of my songs are kind of funny. And it translated to the Japanese audience, and I was like, that's cool, infidelity is over here, too. I feel that some things are universal. We really are a global culture. Yeah, that's good to know. Bring us together. Exactly. Do you have a place outside of Chicago where you love to go the most, like an international city that you favor? I like London. Oh! I like London. Oh, see, some of that down. Yeah. She's like, look, she's, she's like, like oh, we got a red coat in the back. We do. Red shirts and red coats this episode. We're in them all. I was just like a werewolf of London. Yeah. What do you love about London? Well, you know, you can speak English. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I just dig it for something. It, it could be a Jimi Hendrix connection because I'm a big Jimi Hendrix fan, and that's where he kind of like cut his teeth or whatever, or well, not cut his teeth, but got famous. So I just, I just kind of dig the whole thing, you know? You so, happened to be here this weekend uh, doing one of my favorite places. You were uh, at Buddy Guys yesterday. Buddy Guys last night, yeah. 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 Hot dog, uh, hot dog buddy guy. Um, Pal dude. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Well, actually, he did a thing with Junior Wells, and they called him Friendly Chap. Oh, Friendly oh, Chap. Oh, that's a hot dog in there. All right, there you go. Oh, nice. Like he, uh, you saw what he had last night. Last night, yeah. And he, 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 he performed. Yeah, he got on my stage. Yeah. <laughs> he got on stage, and uh, I guess he saw me talking my shit, you know what I mean? He wanted to get some, too, so he got up and he talked his shit, and I just stood back. But it was cool just to see this icon of a blues man. That's the last, like he's the last living person that was from, you know, the Muddy Waters days and like from the 50s and all that stuff. He's the last. <laughs> now we had a conversation that I kind of want to uh, share with these people, these brims out here, <laughs> about because if you listen to the podcast, we have a thread of Chicago and Jim's like from Naperville, whatever. You probably went to Heights, really. It's it's hard, but it's real people get mad when I say that. Like, You're not really from here. We know you live in almost Aurora now. <laughs> Talk about the um, connection to Chicago and blues music and just music in general. Well, well me as a blues man, I think, and I well, it's not I think, it's historically speaking, uh, blues is the template for rock and roll and for everything. So blues is like the, the father of all American music. Because, you know, you wouldn't have the Rolling Stones, you wouldn't have Led Zeppelin, you wouldn't have a lot of cats because they was looking at Muddy Waters and all of the older blues guys. And that's how they got, that's, they was, actually they were singing this uh, blues songs and taking it to England and doing all that stuff, you know. This is like the Chess Records. records what chess they, Records, yeah. yeah. So that's just me, that's what I see. So whenever I see like the Grammys and American Music Awards and they don't have a blues category, I'm kind of like, such a shame. Oh, yeah. No one on no one would be on that stage if it wasn't for blues. Because that's how you got rap, that's how you got R&B. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, because they would listen to old uh, songs and doo-wops and stuff, you know, which came from the blues. They would listen to old songs like that, too, in Jamaica. How did it happen to be Chicago, you think, where all this started? Muddy Waters came from down south. He set the template, basically, for the four-piece band. You know, and then sometimes five piece, but it was harmonica, guitar, drum, and bass. And and his just, you know, y'all know how Muddy Waters used to rock it, you know what I mean? And then the, the rock bands just kind of took it and heightened up the sounds. And then, then you got Mick Jagger, you know, doing this thing. You know what I mean? But well, in a way, you were telling me, like, that, so they take the music, right? Even the Beatles came here. The Beatles, yeah. Yeah, they, they recorded chess. Yeah. They recorded chess. Mm -hmm. They go back, it blows up. Mm -hmm. It starts getting heat in America. People yeah. start talking about it. Where did this come from? And it's like they came from America. Like, it's right here. <laughs> you guys, Americans are losing it. It's like, it's right here. We can't <laughs> get it. We did something with it, and now you're liking us. Why don't you like what's already here, you know? And it just wasn't taking off here for no. It was taking out some circles, and people would, uh, would uh, cross the tracks, as they say, to come see some blues, you know, and, uh, and get that lively spirit in, you know. Back home. If people are coming to Chicago today, or we have someone here from Seattle today, where would you tell people to go catch some blues in Chicago? But guys, um, you know, you go to Kingston Mines because it's like a conveyor belt of music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like 4 30 in the morning, 3 30, 4 30 in the morning. It's just like, you know. So, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, those two spots now open Thursday through Sundays. If you want to get up and play, like, in stand-up, right? Like, we have a, a scene here in Chicago. And, like, a, 
And I want to ask you that too. Like other scenes, like I, I'm, I'm traveling, I'll see a, a jazz place in, or a, a blues place in uh, New Orleans, or um, maybe Atlanta, even in the north too, other places where they have blues music. What's the, is it different there in those towns? And are they welcoming to you? Like if you go in, and I'm, and I'm asking this too because like, if we go to a comedy club, right? Like you could go yeah, out tonight. Not so much, it's pretty new. But, you might uh, grab a spot, you might grab a spot, right? If you went to Kingston Mines tonight, and they're like, hey, Toronto, come on up, Yeah. play. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't do that so much in other cities unless you know the person. Yeah. But me, I'm like a Chicago blues man. So when I walk in, I walk in with my hat like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, and the first thing I say, I say my name and I say I'm from Chicago. And I've gotten I've gotten a lot of like even like stars. Uh, what's the guy from Iron Maiden? Rob Halford. Oh yeah. Yeah, he moves in the airport and I say, Mr. Halford, and he's just walking, just not looking. He's like, yeah. Like that, you know. I'm like, and I don't own a, I don't own any of his music, but I mean, he is who he is. And I was just gonna give him a, you know, a dap or whatever. I said, hey, I'm a blues man from Chicago. And he turned around. I was in Chicago three weeks ago. <laughs> you know? So it's all about that Chicago thing that people really dig. And Cindy Crawford felt me up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I that. So in my phone right now, she felt me up, everybody. She felt me up. And Cindy Crawford. Can you send me that? I can send it. Where was this at? Verify the story. This was a, they have a thing here in Chicago called the Fifth Star Award, or notable, um, like you got four stars, of course, on the flag. Fifth Star Award, but the guy was was getting an award, and one of her photographers from the old film days when she was 19 was up for an award also. So I saw her, and she was like 6'5 or something, right? You know? And I'm like, hey, Miss Crawford, I'm a bluesman from Chicago. And she was like, oh. So I'm, I'm trying to take a, a selfie with her. I'm giving her her professional space, because she's Cindy Crawford. And I do this, and she grabs me from behind and put the drink up like that. And I was like, Cindy. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> Some blues. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Who wants to hear some blues? Uh, <laughs> 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 
where's your guitar at? Do we, did you bring your guitar? Yes. Oh, yes you know, yesterday when I talked to you, you said you might one wheel it down here. You obviously didn't because of weather, but you have a one wheel board? Yeah, I have a one wheel board, yeah. I'm, I waited to 52, now 53, to buy a one wheel. So you retired, you went from how many wheels <laughs> to one? Are you enjoying retirement? What did you, what you got into? It's nice to wake up with the sun, you know, sometimes, but sometimes I feel I need discipline in my life because I'm so used to punching the clock and doing this and thinking about stuff, you know, so. Yeah. But it's cool, though. Good, man. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the retirement. Thank you for being here. And uh, we don't want to deprive them any longer. Let's hear a song. What are you, uh, I think you're playing an original. Yeah. Of course. Oh, this is a good one. All right, we're going to set you up here. Is this cool? You got enough room here, do you think? Yeah, I need a phone stand. Got it, right here, man. I won't take up much of your time about my number. No, we love it. We're happy. Ladies and gentlemen, from Toronto Cannon and the Chicago Way, here's Toronto Cannon with My Woman Love Me Too Much. Cause my woman wanna make love, y'all. 
y'all. Morning, noon, and night. My baby just love me too much. Hey. 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 There's no reason why. She must be around 45. <laughs> <laughs> she started acting real frisky. It's <laughs> about the age of 45. My woman talked too much. And I know it's true. Cause she'll tell all her friends and I gotta make love to them too. My woman love it too much. Don't know the reason why. She started out this way about the age of 45. Oh, here she come, y'all. Walking down the hallway, drinking a Red Bull. And I'm hiding under the sink. Try not to sneeze from the comment. <laughs> she got the red pumps on too. <laughs> she got the distinct side on. <laughs> One day I'ma die. Lola's gonna be my time. But she's gonna be up there naked waiting for me <laughs> on cloud nine. My baby just love me too much. <laughs> Don't know the reason why. I do, I'm just a shy to tell y'all. <laughs> she, she know. About <laughs> the age of 45. So I guess that's when I'm finished. <laughs> Now, it's a couple of lyrics I didn't put in this song, and I didn't know if it would work, so I'm going to try them out. Yeah. Yeah, I hope y'all ain't just come from church, because you're going to feel dirty. I'm going to go back to church. Yeah. Yeah, let me see what happens. She coughed one leg against the wall. She said, get off with me. I want Pat to finish me off. I was truly amazed 
Mm -hmm. She cut off the light and made a mistake and uh, <clears throat> sat in my face. listen to an episode. And please welcome Sarah McGann. Uh, we're going to play a game that we came up with Hi, called friends. Sarah versus. All right, so Are we, we first going to talk about how you tried to normalize um, Gronzo's Little song there. <laughs> what you do? Sarah's got some What'd you do with that girl? <laughs> it was awesome. It was fantastic. Right. Sarah, so you, like, you, you were so instrumental to everything going uh, so well today. You were a huge piece of this, but you've never actually listened to an episode of the podcast. Is I that correct? Not, no. It's not, not a bit. It is no insult to you guys. Just no, been sure. busy, and I feel like we do a recap <laughs> after. Jim and I share the same ADD, mm. so we do our own sort of communicating. Absolutely. By the way, I'm here to impress Jim only. Aww, you are right. You are he's, yeah, he's busy. Let's go. Absolutely. Um, Can you leave? No, I feel like we just get our little sidebars, sure. and I am in the know, but it's a I, don't great excuse. I don't listen. Good, it's no. a great excuse. It's yeah. a good reason. <laughs> so, so what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to pit you uh, versus a listener in a test of, uh, of of trivia knowledge of the program. Uh, we're going to give you a little bit easier questions, though, because you don't listen to the program. Okay. And zero episodes. That is correct. Like, this is not a game. Zero. This is not a bit that we do. 
Like, like a few times, even when we're telling you about the podcast yeah. we just recorded, you zone out. Is that correct? <laughs> exactly. My sister, Erin, is a very dedicated listener. She so she gives me some sort of tidbits and reminds me that Pat really does like me. She talks about me in it, so it keeps our relationship Driving. <laughs> awesome. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask you five pretty simple questions okay. comparatively, and then we're gonna ask. If you had a podcast, I would listen to it. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you had a podcast, if you would say you and Jim started one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're interested, I am available. I would love to. I think I would like that. We could. Oh yeah, absolutely. We'd sell this place out. Two shows. It'd be really Let's do it. I would love it. Oh, can we try everything? Have you ever bought? Jefferson is related to his last name. Okay. That's all I want to know. So does anyone know? Falling off your head. Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. That's okay. This is this is. Okay. Okay. What day do our episodes come out? Wow. Let's be honest. They're supposed to come out on Mondays. Tuesdays. Scrambling on Mondays sometimes to help with mm -hmm. a little bit of an upload or some Dropbox issue. Is this breaking news around the podcast? Are you the one who does the uploading? I mean, is he not figured out I the computer just, just yet? Oh, yeah, it's so tech savvy, you know. Um, so she Tuesdays, definitely helps. Tuesdays. But it's, it's Tuesdays. Tuesdays, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. It's Tuesdays. There's a ton of stress on Sundays. Yeah. A ton of. Why all the stress on Sundays? Because I'm there, we're recording an episode. Well, Pants usually just rolled the in. The stress is manufactured by these two. <laughs> <laughs> they surprise us. 
around okay. and they start all worrying about it. It's like, just show up. It's going to be easy no. for you. You just hey. show up. Exactly. She drives he 100 miles. <laughs> Sometimes on his bike. <laughs> I don't need to be here. He <laughs> wants, like, a bottle of water. No, He's I'm the best so house guest ever. He kills <laughs> 10 spiders every time he goes in our basement. I'm not even kidding. Some of my brain just to kill. <laughs> <laughs> So and then after they're always defeated, just like two minutes ago in the <laughs> stairway, I'm like, how's it going? They're like, oh, we're never we're prepared. Not good I'm like, it's great, you guys. It's just like how you're always there. I don't know. Brent Wilford's looking at us like he's not happy. <laughs> All right, how long is the average episode? About how long is the average episode? Um. 25 minutes. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> they wish! Yeah. <laughs> really? They're like, how long is this episode? <laughs> <laughs> really? People listening to you guys are longer? Trust me. We're 25? <laughs> how long are we normally down there when we lock into the basement? Like three hours. Yeah, like three hours. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, yes. most of it's us just going, I don't know what to do today. Yeah. I don't really. Yeah. I'll get hit by a car, and that'll help the podcast. Yeah. Or get hit by a car. There's, you know, you get to try something, and he's like, no, you do it. And yeah. then you go down, and it's three hours. You come up defeated. I try and feed Jim. He says no. Um, he's like, it's his bag. I do. I come back in. I forget my bag. No, it's true. Formula every time. And they're like, did you forget your bag? And I'm like, no, I got it. And then I leave. And then three minutes later, I ring the doorbell. Yeah. And you're like, what's wrong? I'm like, I forgot my bag. Yeah. Did you just talk about it? And like, then yeah. Jim says, I made my life, and I say, sing. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice. This is good. This is therapy. Okay, so 50 minutes? Uh, sure. Yeah. We're, we're not, yeah. Okay, we're not going to give you the. Well, you said 25 first. We okay. got to make it fair for Hannah right. to try and win Stick something work. here. Uh, so you, you got two points out of four. We gave you hot dog and Brimley. Number okay. five, which of the following is something Pat repeats all of the time? Straight dope, <laughs> Ken Burns, or Wando? Well, it's not number one. First of all, he repeats everything. Yeah, time. no, you are right. It's all three because he is a nerd. Um, you are correct. He always talks about Ken Burns. Yeah, do you guys all, watch him? All the time. And, no. Even at home? Um, I Sometimes we do. I do she love Ken Burns. She talks about Ken Burns when she had bangs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Wando. Probably Wando. Oh, it is. It's actually all three. That was a trick question uh, on us. We're going to give you credit for all okay. three, but Wando okay. is another one of them. Yeah. Sarah, you got three points. I think you did a great job. Give Sarah a round of applause. Thank you. Hannah, help me, audience, with that microphone you've got. Thank you, Hannah. You're back. Hannah, you got to beat three with five questions we're going to give you. Hannah, let's do it. Okay. Do it. Hannah, you have to get three questions right. Okay? Three. No crash. You're relying on this degree from Quincy. What did you study at Quincy? Criminal justice. Criminal justice. Are you, are, you, uh, doing, are you in criminal justice now? You're a true blue devil. You're a retired police officer. You're a retired police officer. Do you have a second career? Do you have a moonlight career? Stay at home mom. Stay at home mom. All right, that's a good one. That's a lot. Good, thank you. Which is more difficult? Mom. Okay, I can see that. Good, absolutely. All right, we're going to ask you five questions. You just binged all 100 episodes, so clearly a lot of, lot of work going most, on at home. Most of them, yeah. Most of them, good, okay. <laughs> Pat, you want to start with a question? Sure, I will start with a question. All right. Um, 
What does Jim wear when riding his bike? Jeans. That is okay. Sarah knows that one too. Do you have a brand? What's, what brand jeans are you wearing? Wrangler guy? Wrangler? I'm not going to waste good jeans. That's a weird I know. Wranglers? Bugle Boy? Remember Bugle Boy? Here's the thing, when you were making fun of me earlier, our audience shouted a lot of these out, so it's hard. <laughs> um, ooh, I like this one. Do you know the name of the McGann family dog? Ralphie. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no middle name. Uh, so it's Ralphie Machio McGann, is that correct? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What phrase came from our first guest, Mike Singletary? <laughs> oh, hey, horsey. There you go. Well, it's high horsey, but close enough. Yeah, you are right. Why do we stop saying that? I don't know. Because I can never say it right. Just like Hannah, I would always say it the wrong way. Yeah, that counts. That's three. Yeah. Right, here's one. What documentary did we do a special episode about each week while it was airing? Which? What was the name of the documentary? Oh, the um. Val Kilmer. Oh, no, no, no. Great. Great. Michael Jordan's Last Dance. Oh, my God. That's okay. It's okay. like a week ago. Okay. Don't get all defensive. Yeah. <laughs> You're in criminal justice. You feel like details might be your thing. How old are the kids, Hannah? Five, four, one, and three months. Oh, my God. What is the name of the animal person? Jim wrote these questions. <laughs> Ooh, what is the name of the animal person whose tomb I found? Oh, the cat man. The cat man. Yeah. Stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Neither! Yeah. 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 
You're going to get both. both. You got a hat. You did the big game. You got a hat. Because this is about Jim, and you guys seem so connected. Do you, yeah. Sarah, do you know the name of Jim's hedgehog? Did he had? He died a long time ago. All right. That was the bonus question. Okay, sorry. He's not dead. No. <laughs> I know a lot, but I don't know that. Oh, Steve. Steve. We got some Steve's out there. You know, Steve the hedgehog. Steve. And I was, was asking you if he was dead or alive, but he is. He's dead. He died of malnourishment. Special <laughs> <laughs> cause. Okay. All right, is that it? That's it. Okay, thank you very much. Listener trivia questions. So we have all these questions for us. We did say if you had any Q and A or anything you wanted to bring to the table, we got one right there in the middle. Uh, so Christina, you bring, uh, Christina, you have a question? Yeah, where's that Spotify playlist? Where is yeah. that Spotify playlist? That is another. We did have a trivia question about things that we promised to do and never followed through. <laughs> that is such a long trivia question. There's so many answers to it. You know, if you go on Spotify, there are so many playlists. <laughs> Why are we trying to compete? Yeah. Back off, right? Okay. <laughs> we give you enough. It is out there somewhere. It is out there somewhere. I it thought. is. It's on, uh, I know for sure it's on Apple Music. Uh, we made it on Spotify, but neither one of us is what we like to call technologically advanced. If someone wants to take the reins and make a playlist out there, we will share it. <laughs> if you want to do any of this, really, you want to host for a week? Please, whatever you guys want to do, I'll approve it. Is that what we have to do for our listeners? We have to make them a mixtape? <laughs> Please listen to us. We like you so much. I love your podcast so much. Can you give me something else to listen to instead? <laughs> We're competing with ourselves if we make this playlist. Yeah, right? Uh, uh, Christine, is it? Is uh, Chris. It? Chris, sorry, Chris. Uh, I want to ask you. We're going to give you a chance to win a prize, if that's okay. Uh, I want to give you a, uh, a hot dog Jefferson from the show, and I want you to tell me if you can figure out who this is. This uh, former pop singer was also an American Idol judge, and the hot dog Jefferson is Dean Jabbar. Dean Jabbar. Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul it is. That is correct. Paula Abdul is correct. You want a hat or a mug? Uh, I'll take a hat. Thanks. Yeah. Hat, 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 hat. We also have hats and mugs back there for uh, for purchase if you guys would like to pick up some some of the merch. You got another? Uh, I do. Have anyone else? If you guys, if anyone else has a question, this is uh, the time. Is we're gonna wrap it up. They do a live show after this. If there's any questions, this is the time to raise your hand. Ben's out here with a microphone. Come on, we would love to take a question. Who's got one? Yeah, beautiful. What's up, buddy? This is about my coat. Grad. <laughs> Who is your next guest? Who who's going to be our next guest? Oh wow, we haven't even. We gotta get through this. <laughs> What a struggle that you're kidding me. You see how we prepare for things, is that correct? Do you have a suggestion for our next guest? Uh, Carlton Fisk. 
Carlton Fisk. Carlton Fisk would be a great one. Okay, have you have you seen our podcast? That's <laughs> no, a great one. We interviewed him for a different podcast we did. Yeah, when we were doing one with the Sox, it might be a hard get. He's like a, he's a Hall of Famer. You wanna? Who else should we get? To Michael Jordan? Should we invite? Him? <laughs> Maybe we'll have a stand for Steve, see if we can get my hedgehog back out of the Ouija board, talk to him, maybe he should get some Fisky. Hey, uh, uh, Mer what's your name, sir? Uh, I'm, I'm Chuck. Chuck, nice to meet you. Chuck. Chuck? Would you like a hat or a mug? A uh, mug. Yeah, I bet yeah. you would. <laughs> Chuck, what year did you graduate from Marist? 99. 99? Unbelievable. That's great. Where did you start? <laughs> um, 64. Late birthday? Yeah, 64. Good. Chuck, uh, Thanks, Chuck. this is uh, one of the most famous uh, movie actors and, uh, and also the name of the franchise of movies. The hot dog Jefferson is Gandolfini Savings. He would probably say it as Savings. Gandolfini Savings. James Bond. Holy shit. James Bond. They're helping each other. They're like, let us go home. <laughs> Just let us go. Sidebar, because we had a, a big Sopranos theme running through this podcast. We, we talked about it a lot during the uh, pandemic. I watched the new movie. Great movie. Oh, oh. <sighs> what do we think? Wow. Big double thumbs down. Someone else a great movie. Who's into Many Saints? Clap it up. Many Saints? Wow. Man, right? Yeah, that is. Oh, we already know how it ends. Isn't that the best part of the movie? Dude, this, this episode, which is been a, you know, it's been a mess, a little bit. Yeah, it's us. Better than the movie. Better than the movie? This episode. That's a pretty good endorsement for this episode. And that's how it's going to be. This is good. Yeah. It's just that bad. Well, okay. All right. I thought so. Did you? Yeah, it is frustrating. I wanted it to be great. All right, Pat, we have another question. Oh, Patty. We picked a question already. All right, Patty, put say in the mic so everyone can hear. Will you be able to do uh, another live show like this? Will we do another live show like this? At your house, in your garage. <laughs> talked about it and outside of um, Danny did there's a couple other foundations in the Chicagoland area that we have done work with that we have talked about um, yeah we would like to do maybe another yeah. I want to hang on Danny did just for a second because um, if you guys weren't aware of them before I'm sure you are now and spread the word on what they're doing. Go to dannydid.org if you want to make a donation. They're doing events all the time, and, and they do everything. They have 5K runs. They have um, events where there's live music and all this stuff. They're doing, yeah, aerobics. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to Toronto now. Yeah. Um, Again, yeah, I wanted to uh, absolutely mention Danny Did. Incredible cost, so thank them for everything they've done. something. 
Is that okay? This is, a, this is another Hot Dog Jefferson from the program. This is one of my favorites. This uh, actor from the Shawshank Redemption and much more, Tiny Batmans. Baskin. Ooh. Is it, oh, Batmans? Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. I thought it was different. I mean, we do. Help? Anybody? We took the headband off. You lost all your powers. <laughs> Put the thinking cap back in. <laughs> oh, I can't tell you guys apart. <laughs> <laughs> They're called the Raggedy Andys now. <laughs> All right, who else had their hand up? Anyone else? Yeah. Final questions? Yeah, right. Right now, sure. I got a uh, hot dog for you. We got a hot dog. We got a hot dog for us. Oh, you guys, I love yeah. it. McLaughlin Wilson. Oh, I know this one, McLaughlin Wilson. This is uh, this is our most recent guest, John Volleyball. <laughs> uh, nee McGann, well now McGann, Sarah Phillips. Is that right? Is it Sarah Phillips? Yes. Oh, you just uh, talked my wife. <laughs> <laughs> seven days, and uh, my next hobby is probably going to be gambling, and then whatever pays that off. So I think that's okay. Dude, when you are done here today, and now you have a week ahead of you in Vegas, you're going to feel like a million bucks as soon as we unplug this. You're going to feel great, right? I think so. Well, good luck in Las Vegas. Thanks, Anything else you want to plug? Uh, I've got, uh, no, Week in Vegas coming up. What about, oh, uh, I'm announcing a couple of things that are happening here at Zanies. Uh, I am, uh, I'm going to be headlining here on November 21st, the Sunday of uh, Thanksgiving week here at Zanies in Old Town. And then uh, we're doing something that's pretty fun on December 26th, the Sunday. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do a special post-Christmas show where I'll be headlining Zanies in Rosemont on December 26th. So those are up my family this week. Yeah, it's pretty similar. It's like this, but I'm standing. So it's just, it's a lot of fun. So, uh... What about you? You play anything coming up? Uh, I will in a second. I just got uh, Katie here. She's going to ask one last question. Katie McCarthy, who I, she's been with us from the, from the start. Absolutely. Great reviewer. Uh, uh, patriarch of one of our youngest Brindleys. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's true. Matriarch. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Matriarch is our youngest. Oh, our youngest. Oh, I want to say happy birthday to Annette Cranley, too. Annette Cranley. Easter pajamas. When are we getting those? <laughs> Easter pajamas. All over the place. Easter pajamas. That is a solid call. Footies? Like footies? I don't know. You don't have all these. Footies, all these ideas. Opens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can work on that. Yeah, you had all these ideas we'll of what should say. And I want to give Katie a mug, too, because she's been with there us. There you go. And we'll give uh, some Blair's back. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We'll get some merch. We'll get some merch for asking that question as well. We're out. No, all right. You want the sign? This is our last one. Do you want the all over the place sign? Yeah, I'll get your fan.
the board. I'm not going to return your hat. We do have stickers for everyone and we're going to hand out on the, on the way out. And um, uh, I want to thank my friends here at Zany's. Thank you guys for hosting us. Thank you very much. 